0: All right, uh, this is Lupkins Lupkins Locks episode two, Uh, bringing you locks for your fantasy lineup and your betting slips. Make sure this is sponsored by SportsMe. Make sure to download and have uh, uh, sports battles, or yeah, sports battles with different arguments and such. yeah. Uh so this is episode two. We have two guests coming on later, and uh I guess I'll I'll get to it. Um also if you haven't yet follow the Instagram account at Lupkins underscore locks so then you can see my uh predictions from week to week basis. So far, uh this is only going to be weekly every Friday uh when I get home from Syracuse I'm gonna try to do it uh twice a week so then you guys can make waiver wire pickups on Tuesday based on my advice including this podcast so uh let's get to it um all right so here's my starts and sits so at quarterback uh I have Ben Roethlisberger going against Jacksonville. Jacksonville has been very generous to quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers had a decent day, but he didn't have anything spectacular. Big Ben's been on a roll. Uh, he just recently destroyed the Bengals, a very similar defense to the Jaguars. Uh, I think just considering the offensive weaponry around him and his performances as of late, you can start him. Funny here. Um, For my second QB start, uh, I made this before uh, I heard the announcement today. Originally I had T- uh, Jameis Winston, but now I'm going to put Taysom Hill. As you know, uh, earlier today it was announced that uh, Taysom Hill is the starting quarterback for the Saints, and there will be no offensive package. And Peyton even said there will be no offensive packages Uh, Featuring Winston. So pretty much seems as if Hill has the full uh, um, full, uh, offense to him. It's a very good matchup against the Falcons. He has a rushing floor. He has a really nice rushing floor just simply due to his ability in the way the Saints previously have used him. Obviously we have to see how he's going to be in the passing game. Um We have to see how he's going to be used in the passing game, but I think this is a very I think this is a very good spot. If you haven't picked him up yet, go ahead right now. There's definitely If he's still out there somewhere just just take him and in some leagues you can even start him at tight end so I would consider him a start even at that position top two guy at tight end even just based off of ESPN um all right so our sits um Deshaun Watson versus New England originally uh Deshaun Watson didn't play well against Cleveland last week. He – they only put up one touchdown. He didn't really produce that much. And the Patriots seem to be uh, getting their shit together. They just had a nice one against Baltimore. They didn't have a great showing against the Jets, but I believe that – um they're going to be able to replicate the same performance just simply because the depleted cast around Watson that he's been dealing with the entire year, he doesn't even have David Johnson out there as starting running back as Duke Johnson. I just think you possibly want to avoid, or he's going to, I don't think he's going to necessarily bust, but he has limited upside and Jared Goff against the bucks. The bucks have a ferocious pass rush. They're going to be able to get to the quarterback Um, I understand that, um, and I understand that Goff, um, he's been playing well recently or playing pretty decently recently, but, uh, I just think, um, I just think the Rams aren't going to be able to move the ball as effectively as they typically do. All right. So let's go to running backs. Um, so our starts, James Conner versus the Jaguars. The Jaguars have a pretty weak rush defense, too. As you can see, I really like Steelers this week. I think it's just – I think the Jacksonville defense just clearly isn't that good, and Conner's going to be able to exploit that. Um, And considering the game script and considering the matchup, uh, they might not ask Big Ben to do as much simply – just because they might get out to a lead or they want to be able to establish the run game. And because of that, I think Connor's a very good start. Then Kalen Balaj against the Jets. Jets do not have a good defense. That's one to begin with. Kalen Balaj seems to be the head guy in the backfield. Recently, Justin Jackson was put on IR. Josh Kelly hasn't seemed to have been getting anything going. Really, and he took advantage of it last week by being. I'm pretty sure he was able to get 15 PPR points. Uh, Kalen Balaj, put him in your lineups if you can. All right, my sits Todd Gurley versus the Saints. The Saints, the Saints, uh. The Saints have the allow the fewest uh running back or allow the fewest points to running backs in uh all fantasy. Uh I don't think Gurley's gonna be able to get much going on the ground. Um and because of that, I believe uh Gurley Um he's not really gonna have that great of a day. If he's lucky, he gets into the end zone. And Jonathan Taylor versus Green Bay. Green Bay is actually a really nice match with their running backs. They allow I'm pretty sure they allow the second most uh, points to running backs in fantasy. Um, but with the emergence of Naheem Hines, The emergence of Nahim Hines and even Jordan Wilkins getting touches. Um, Jonathan Taylor just—I uh, would not have—I would avoid putting him in your lineups if you have him. Uh, he, I don't think he simply—he's another play where, like, if you're lucky, he gets into the end zone. Otherwise, it's just sort of a waste of a start. Uh, my wide receiver starts. Um Michael Thomas versus the Falcons. I think even with the quarterback change, um, from going to Breeze, originally I thought Winston and then Taysom. Um I believe that Michael Thomas is going to be able to get that game. He was typically u- used in the first round of most fantasy drafts and Considering he's been injured and even when he has played, he's underperformed. Uh, He's been relatively disappointing. But I think this is the game he gets it together. If your deadline hasn't passed or whatnot, I would try to get him immediately right now. I think this is his blow-up game. And uh, starting from here on out, you're going to see Michael Thomas for what he was last year. The guy that broke the catch record instead of what he's been this year. Um, T. Higgins versus the football team, Um, T. Higgins has been getting a lot of volume and he's been very consistent. I get it. The football team is probably, or I'm pretty sure they allow the fewest points to opposing wide receivers in fantasy, Uh, but T. Higgins simply has the connection to Burrow that um, he doesn't really have. He still throws to Boyd, he still throws to other guys on the team, but him and T Higgins seem to click together. Uh he had a really good week last week against a really tough defense in uh Pittsburgh. So, despite the matchup, I do like T Higgins. My sits AJ Brown versus Baltimore. Baltimore has some Baltimore has some pretty good shutdown corners and I don't believe that, and just in general, Baltimore is a really good defense. So I doubt that they're going to be able to move the ball as effectively. Um, this is going to affect AJ Brown. The only way, um, the only way, sort of, he's going to be able to redeem himself in this game is if he were to get like a lucky touchdown. But um, similarly to what the Colts did last week, I think the Ravens are going to shut him down. Uh, and Curtis Samuel versus Detroit. Uh, Curtis Samuel, he's the third guy. He's the third receiver in the Panthers' offense. Um, I'm pretty sure the Lions have been middle of the pack in terms of allowing uh, points to opposing wide receivers, but Samuel just simply doesn't get enough volume for me to feel comfortable putting in it in my lineup. Uh, My tight ends, now going to my tight ends, uh, I would start Hayden Hurst versus the Saints. The Saints are top 10 in most allowed points to tight ends. And Hurst and Matt Ryan likes targeting his tight ends, considering the fact that Marshawn Lattimore is going to be covering one of those Falcons' top receivers uh, if the Falcons want to be able to move the ball down the field, they're gonna to have to look for other guys to produce. And because of this, I believe Hurst is gonna have a decent game. Um then Logan Thomas versus Cincy. Since he's also very generous to opposing tight ends. And it seems like and with the quarterback change, it seems kind of obvious that Captain Chak check down Alex Smith likes targeting his safety valves, whether it's J.D. McKissick in the backfield or Logan Thomas. I believe that, um, and also considering game script because the Bengals actually have a decent offense, they're going to have to pass the ball. I think Logan Thomas is going to get a lot of looks. My sits, uh, Austin Hooper versus Philadelphia. Hooper's been... Hoover's been relatively inconsistent. People thought he would have a good year simply because the offense was going to be better in advance, but it turns out that uh, Kevin Stefanski just wants to take the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hands, simply due to being – he doesn't feel comfortable giving him the keys necessarily to the offense, and they lean way more on the running game because of that. Austin Hoover's just simply not going to get enough looks to be effective. And Johnny Smith versus Baltimore. Once again, I said the same thing about A.J. Brown. It's a bad matchup for him, and I don't think the Titans are going to be able to move the ball down the field. All right, so now we're going to go to Sleeper of the Week. My Sleeper of the Week is Michael Pittman Jr. He sort of broke out last week, but I think he deserves to still be in this category again. I believe... It could be bad for Pittman because if Jair Alexander's active, he might cover Pittman, even though I think he would be on T.Y. Hilton. But uh, Pittman seems to have a really good chemistry with um, Rivers. They're going to have to move the ball down the field. They're going to have to, just simply based on game script, Phil Rivers is going to have to pass the ball a lot. Um, And I think. Uh, Pittman's going to have a decent day. I would even say uh, predicted stat line probably 70 yards, four catches, 70 yards, and a touchdown. My bust of the week is Zeke Elliott versus uh, Minnesota. Minnesota's been very – they haven't been the same defense that they've been the past few years. However, they did. They have um, had some strong showings in the past few weeks. And that Cowboys offense is just a complete mess. I don't feel comfortable in starting really anyone in that. Uh, and I believe that uh, Minnesota is simply going to be able – because their offense is predictable and they don't have a good enough quarterback to keep the defense honest, uh, they're going to be able to load the box up against uh, – the Cowboys when they're in run formation and Zeke's not going to be able to do as much. I'm predicting 15 carries, 50 yards. I don't think he gets into the end zone though. All right. Um. Now we're going to bring on the guests. Uh, this week, I'm bringing on Jaden and Jesse. Uh, th- with them, I'm going to go over some of my start and sit's picks, see who they like as sleepers and boss, and we're going to introduce a little new segment um, with the guests specifically, buy and sell. Uh, so, Jaden, Jesse, how are you? What's going on? How is it's everything?
1: Awesome. It's good to come on the show.
0: I agree. Glad you I'm glad you guys are on the show.
1: So what are we starting with?
0: Um so uh I think we're gonna start with uh reviewing some of our some of my start sit picks. Who do you guys specifically like at quarterback this week?
1: Um so at quarterback I have two guys. I have a uh, first Justin Herbert. kind of an obvious one, but I think he's had over 25 fantasy points since week three. He's been very dominant, of course, playing the Jets this week, so I think it's a guaranteed start. Uh, He's going to have a great performance. And then my second quarterback start is Joe Burrow. Um, He's been very solid. He has great weapons at receiver. Um, His running backs here. They could be better, but they're not terrible. Um, He's or who they playing. They're playing Washington, who their defense isn't always great. It could be sneaky at times. Uh, Burrow had a down week last week, but I think this week he's going to step it up and perform well. Um,
2: also,
0: with the football team, uh, Matt, Matt Stafford just had a good week against them with uh, his depleted cast of receivers. So I believe Joe Burrow – I'd have to agree with you. I think Joe Burrow is going to have similar success.
2: Um, For my two guys, I definitely like Big Ben this week, as you said. And obviously you would never sit this guy, but Mahomes against the Raiders, I think that's a perfect matchup. The Raiders secondary is horrible. I think Mahomes will have a field day.
1: Yeah, but um, who did the Chiefs lose to earlier in the season? They lost to the Raiders, but look at their offense that game. It's true. I mean, if you we're simply if we're
0: simply talking about it on a fantasy perspective, Mahomes did have thirty points.
1: It's true. So um, so I'll, he's I'll, as
0: matchup Mahomes is essentially as matchup proof as they come. That's true. Uh, so who do you guys think about uh possible sits?
1: So I'll start with the sits. Um, this is as of today. Matthew Stafford was limited in practice. He hurt his thumb. He's without Kenny Galladay. He's been performing pretty well without him, but I think with the hurt thumb, also no, no DeAndre Swift. No, is he guaranteed out? Yeah, they ruled him out. They ruled him out. So without Swift, without Galladay, he's a hurt thumb. Um, he's playing the Panthers. Not the best defense, but I think it's enough to. Do.
0: They are actually a pretty decent. They're pretty defensive. Uh, pretty good in pass defense. Actually. It's enough to
1: prevent him from having a good fantasy day so I'm not starting Matt Stafford at all in any of my leagues
0: Uh,
1: Jesse Jesse do you
0: have a possible
2: sit this this week yes I don't love Aaron Rodgers against Indianapolis
1: yeah I have him too
2: he didn't do well against Jacksonville last week was a a little like concerning obviously he's been a beast this year but you would have thought he would like go off against them and playing the Colts isn't any easier. So, yeah, I don't like him.
0: De- Rodgers had a decent day in terms of yardage. Obviously, the touchdowns weren't there as much.
1: I think but... his fantasy week depends on his receivers. His receivers perform well. It'll reflect on Rodgers. Because he's more he likes throwing the ball deep at times and making big plays. And if his receivers are able to pull through with those, then he's going to have a good day.
0: Also... Um... The Colts are just a really tough defense in general. Yeah. Talking uh, the league. They just shut down uh, Tannehill and the Col- or the Titans, who have been actually a really good offense this year. Um, So who are you guys liking at running back?
1: This is probably going to go for everyone, but Kalen um, uh, especially this week with Eckler out against the Jets. This is one of three uh, Chargers players I have in my starts. I also have Derrick Henry, at tight end, but we'll go to that after. Um, Who do you have? Derrick Henry at tight end, but I have Kalen Balaj at running back. The Jets are 26th against the run, I'm pretty sure.
0: You mean Hunter Henry? You said Derrick.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, Hunter Henry. I don't know why I said Derrick Henry. Um, Uh, Kalen Balaj this week against the Jets. They're not great against the run. He's performed well the past two weeks. Uh, He's getting around 15, 15 carries a game and three targets. So I'm taking him this week.
2: Um, Yeah, I definitely – I picked up Balazs in one of my leagues. Um, Another guy that – who has been very disappointing this year, but I think this is his game that will turn it around. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, I think with Dalton back, fully healthy, I think they're going to utilize him a lot more based on everything that I've been reading. And I hope this happens because I have him in the league, but I also think it will happen.
0: It's funny because I just said it was – my bust I guess um they are coming off a bye week so I understand that logic it's just this is sort of a I think the Cowboys are sort of realizing this is a lost season and uh, because of that the game plans might change up and not only uh has the offense has haven't been hasn't been effective but I also believe that Tony Parley Pollard is also going to be able to get touches in that offense, or might steal a few from Zeke, which is also yeah. a little concerning.
2: Another guy I like is um he J D McKissick. Alex Smith is the checkdown warrior. Oh, alone yeah, last week. Down. Alone last week, he he had targets. What he had, fourteen, fifteen. Something like I don't that. remember off the top of my head. Yeah, he had before. a lot
0: of dump offs to McKissick.
2: And I think versus the Bengals, it's an even easier matchup. So, he's one of my favorites this week.
1: Um, the other start I have is Josh Jacobs. A lot of people are saying that last week was a bluff. I don't think it was. I think he's going to do something this week close to what he did last week. I don't think he's going to have 30 again. But he's going to he's have around 25 carries. Uh, the Chiefs defense – is good overall but their run defense is not as good as their pass defense and i think josh jacobs is gonna be able to get a score and a lot of yardage
0: uh i'd have to agree with you i also think based on a game script too if the raiders want to win that football game they're gonna have to control the clock and run the ball
1: and if Um, you're in a deeper league um think about picking up uh is it Devontae or Deontay Booker? It's Devontae, it's Devontae Booker.
0: Booker. is a yeah, up I if you picking up. Devon. I did that in one of my leagues. He is flex. a top three. He is a top three handcuff for the rest of the season.
1: 100%. If anything
0: were to happen to Josh Jacobs, he immediately, I wouldn't say RB1, but very high-end RB2 value.
1: Definitely start him at your flex if you're in a deep league and you're looking for a running back.
2: One other running back that I do like, is um, Aaron Jones. I know, not a great matchup versus the Colts. But I do think he'll get some goal line carries and everything like that. But th- he was just a side guy. The main guy that I was really liking was Nick Chubb versus the Eagles. The Eagles have been like just horrible. And yeah. There's no other way to say it.
1: And Love to see it as a Giants fan.
2: You do. But Wayne Gallman got two touchdowns last week in a more pass flow game, and I think Nick Chubb being back, he went off last week. I think we will do that or even more this week.
0: They simply, they simply wanted uh, with the Browns. They simply want to take the ball out of hand, uh, out of Baker's hands as much as possible. So, uh,
1: here, sorry to interrupt, but. Uh, Darren Fox just re signed with the Kings. He signed an $163 million deal. I think that was the max he could have gotten. He's going to be there for a while. Just wanted he to bring that up. He
2: just got the bag. Yeah. He just got the and
1: they, bag. And they brought in Halliburton too, which is.
0: Yeah,
2: big. Kings are an up and coming team.
1: Yeah. They Kings are. are
2: an a up and too. coming
0: team. I'd have to agree with that.
1: Um. Marvin Bagley, I think, will improve this year, but uh, things are looking good for them. Anyway, back to football. <laughs> my my first running back sit is Jonathan Taylor for obvious reasons Naeem Hines is I think the clear RB1 there now he's just been outperforming Jordan Wilkins and Jonathan Taylor uh, Last past few weeks uh, week 9 and week 10 he's combined for I think 12 or 13 uh, attempt rushing attempts in total he's gotten two receptions in the past two games he's just been been awful he hasn't been able to find the end zone it's It's been rough. He's not the RB1 there. Just don't start him. It's not worth it. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, Who are you guys liking at wide receiver?
1: Will Fuller. Will Fuller. Um, I, I can't stress Lerner. it enough. Yeah, Will Fuller is a beast. He's the Sean Watson's favorite target on that team. He did have a down I mean, week Gilmore,
0: last week. Gilmore, Gilmore, and JC Jackson, though.
1: I, I'm not scared of them. Wolfull is a beast. I think if he gets the ball, if he gets the ball, he's going to make it work. Last week was obviously down week. Um, he's going to perform much better this week than then. If you look at two weeks ago, he had an amazing game. He had 100 receiving yards, five receptions, and a touchdown. That's really all you can ask for from him.
2: Guy that I really like a receiver. He went off last week versus one of the best secondaries in the NFL, Adam Thielen. He's playing the Cowboys. I think he's due for a monster day. You know, that's Kirk's main target. And I think with how bad the Cowboys defense is, he can definitely go off.
1: I agree. I like Adam Thielen a lot, especially with Justin. Just Jefferson simply a really right. good matchup. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Who do you guys
0: not like at wide receiver?
1: Um, my first one is Chris Godwin. I'm not going to go into depth, but he's on a very high-powered but crowded offense, and I just don't think that he's going to perform well the rest of the season.
2: Unfortunately, I'm going to have to agree with how bad my one of my fantasy teams has been this year. Yeah, very I have bad. to start him, so that's unfortunate then, for I me. Mean, a lot of people are disagreeing. I mean, I don't know.
0: Like, I get your logic, but then again, like, who exactly does uh, Jalen Ramsey lock onto? on to? If he goes on to – if he goes – what? Probably Godwin. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Mike Evans, though.
2: I wouldn't be surprised, but obviously we, don't, we if won't know it it's If it we... is
0: Evans, I mean, we won't know until game time, but if it is Evans, I do believe Godwin would still be able to retain some value – But then again, to your point, it's a very crowded offense. There's just way too many mouths to feed.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying Godwin's a must-sit. I'm just – you shouldn't start him unless you absolutely have to. It's not worth taking that risk because – Very low
0: upside upside play.
1: Yeah. Um... And then my second wide receiver sit, which people would disagree with, is Juju. He's actually been performing very well the past few weeks. Um, I don't think this is going to last. He is in a similar role to what he was in in 2018 where he wasn't really the number one target and that leads to him performing well. But I don't think that this streak is going to last and I think this is the week where he falls off.
0: I'd have to disagree. I think all three Steelers wide receivers, Deontay, Claypool, and Juju are all very good players if you have them, put them in your lineup. I understand that there's... It's not – we know typically in fantasy or typically – or just logically since there are three really good wide receivers, they're not going to be able to perform like this. But I actually do believe the Steelers are going to be able – are going to be able to have three effective fantasy wide receivers. I I still believe the streak is going to go on.
2: One guy I don't love at receiver, um, which might sound crazy, I don't love Julio this week against the Saints. I feel like he'll he'll probably have Lattimore on him, I'd say. Lattimore
0: I mean, does a really good job at shutting down players.
2: Yeah. Especially no in the NFC South. He, he's used to them. I don't love Julio this week.
0: Um how about your tight ends?
1: Um so before I go into the very, very obvious one for people in ESPN very means,
0: obvious as I've
1: seen. My said. favorite player in the NFL currently. Has been for the past two years. Picture of him on my wall. But uh, Taysom. Taysom Hill. We'll go into him later. But first, I have Hunter Henry, the third charger on my list. Anyone against the Jets, you probably want to start, especially a top tight end in football. I'm starting Justin Herbert, and I'm starting Hunter Henry because every quarterback loves their tight end.
2: Um, Rita, I think you said this earlier, but I do like Hayden Hurst versus the Saints this week. Saints have been bad against the tight end, to say the least. So, definitely like him.
1: Uh, let's talk about Taysom Hill for a second.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: let's, let's get um, – so today, obviously, if you haven't heard the news.
1: Taysom Hill. He
0: – originally, they reported he was getting all the first team reps, and then 30 minutes later, they uh, – Peyton reported that he's his starter – you can already put uh, you can already put him as a top 2 tight end
1: easily even
0: if even if you had even if you had a bad quarterback bye week situation i would even possibly consider starting him there um but the thing that i really there's a lot of unknown to some extent Simply because he's only thrown the ball eighteen times in his NFL career. Obvi- he's there's no way that he's gonna he's gonna throw more in this one game than he has in all of his previous games combined.
1: I'm excited to but, watch him play.
0: Um, I think it's a very it's a very intriguing start to say the least.
1: I'm in a very fortunate situation in one of my leagues. I have Travis Kelsey at tight end, Taysom Hill at my flex this week. And Justin Herbert at quarterback. Uh, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, I have definitely definitely good. Herbert against the Jets. I've Taysom Hill at my flex, he's getting quarterback value. So it's basically a super flex in a non super flex league. And then the best tight end in football starting a tight end. So uh
0: by the way, I would like to mention some of the or depending on what league obviously it depends what league you play in. Um because ESPN Uh, designated him as a tight end some other ones does Yahoo have him as a tight end
1: no he doesn't they don't
0: okay so some leagues do uh with those leagues they have the colleagues or people like Matt Barry Mike Clay they have said uh after this week that considering that Breeze Put on injured reserve this week, so he's going to be out at least, at least
1: three weeks.
0: At least three weeks, so we're going to be seeing Taysom Hill. Assuming he does play well, um, they said um, they might reevaluate. They might reevaluate having him as a tight end designation. But as far as this week goes, you have to put him in either at your tight end or your flex. He's just,
2: just real quick. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Saints offense. They said Taysom's going to play this week. All packages, Jameis won't really see the field. Mm-hmm. But I I wouldn't sleep on Jameis in the future.
1: Oh, it, even if If Jameis this week goes them,
2: wrong, if this mm-hmm. week goes wrong for them, I think he's for sure.
1: But don't I count think, out Taysom either, because even oh, yeah, for Winston sure. in, you start Taysom wherever you can. He's yeah, this week, obviously. a big part of that offense. Even if Jameis is the starter, he's always implemented. And I think... Without Breeze in the game, you're gonna to want to have Taysom have a large role in that offense, and I think he's definitely a good I have start, a, start.
0: I actually have a hot take about this. That's here. Um I think this is gonna go really well, and this might, this adjustment might be the reason why the Saints go far in the playoffs, possibly make the Super Bowl. Whoa! It's
1: a hot take. Yeah, it is. I think Taysom,
0: <laughs> if he does play well I think he will and I think he will there is a chance see the one thing that's the Saints the Saints have a top five roster they're really good in all aspects the one thing they're missing is the deep ball Breeze is a very he likes throwing short darts five six yard completions just in terms of that, but the one thing they're missing is the deep ball.
1: Well, the good thing about Winston and Taysom is they're both not afraid to throw the ball deep. So I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. They that. use
0: they use Taysom. I heard today that uh, the Saints have only completed the ball uh, twenty yards or more with
1: Taysom. Hill. To,
0: or no, but uh, when pre before this game or heading into this week, only six times compared to other teams like the Packers who have done it 24.
1: Which is, Um, yeah. Um,
0: I believe that this, um, depending on how well Taysom plays, and if he is effective, I believe this could be – the one thing that's really been limiting the Saints is their inability to have the big plays. With putting a guy like Taysom in the lineup, they're going to – as great as Drew Brees is, they're gonna be able they're actually gonna be able to do certain things that they wouldn't without him. So uh basically I think this is a for the Saints rest of season outlook, this is a Super Bowl or bust decision. And it's crazy of me to say because Drew's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. He's still pretty good right now, but um, I do believe this has the potential to put them over the hump, and then
2: yes,
1: and kind, also, of can- kind
2: of count, kind of countering the whole deep ball situation. I do think Kamara I was will just have gonna a say, as phenomenal a proud game owner, this week. I, think, I am
1: very. I excited. think Peyton's
2: going to run the offense a little conservative for Taysom's first real start, and I, I think, think it will be dump you know. off, dump offs galore to Kamara.
1: Not only that, I think Kamara will also have above 20 rushing attempts, which is new for him. I don't think he's had that all year. I'm going to fact check that. Um, I could also on. see
2: Latavius Murray.
1: Yeah, Kamara's yeah, max week. carries has been 19. And every other week has been below 12.
0: Well, um do you like talking about the Saints, but let's get back to who do you guys not like at tight end?
1: Um, I don't like Dallas Goddard. He's been out with injury for a while. And just anyone on that Eagles offense is unpredictable, except for Travis Fulgham, who I think – for the most part, is very good. And then my second one is Tyler Higby. He had one good week in week two. Ever since then, it's just been all downhill. Some people are actually starting him this week, but I don't believe in him.
2: I don't love Mark Andrews versus the Titans. He, He has been, I'd say, disappointing this year. He's had some good games, but overall pretty disappointing. Yeah. And the whole Ravens offense just hasn't been great this year. And the Titans have, like, solid defense so i don't think he'll do great this week
0: yeah um so who would you guys say is your sleeper of the week
1: sleeper of the week hmm. uh I, if if he plays sammy watkins um he's been out with if you uh,
0: if he's still available in leagues by the way everyone pick, pick him, him up.
1: up yes pick him
0: up he has a very, if he does perform as well as he typically does when healthy with the Chiefs, he is at admi- uh, he is his ceiling is a wide receiver too. That that's a guy you could potentially put in your lineup with these, with these crucial weeks coming up right before the playoffs and in the fantasy playoffs.
1: Yeah, um, in the first five weeks, he averaged about seven targets a game. He's a clear wide receiver too when healthy. And he's projected to come back this week against Oakland. I think he's gonna have a great, great week if he's able to play. Definitely my sleeper of the week.
2: Um, my sleeper of the week is James Conner, he has been re- pretty good as of late. I know last week he didn't have a great game against the Bengals, tried to,
1: but- put, tried to trade for him today actually at right. our trade deadline, yeah, but I do
2: think the Steelers will get out to an early big lead and they'll have to rely on him for most of the game. And I think I think, multiple touchdowns, in my opinion. Multiple? Yeah, I think he'll have two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I earlier I had him as one of my starts. I believe he's just simply, based off a of game script, it does favor him getting at least 20 carries or 20 touches yeah. in general.
1: I think uh, Jesse's... Prediction of two touchdowns is great to take us into the next segment. It's a new one. I don't know if Reed wants um, to announce it.
0: But, um, I was, it wondering, should... I was wondering, uh, before we do that, I was wondering who you guys thought was going to bust. Um, let's
1: see. I'm going to say Ronald Jones. Ronald uh, Jones. I agree. I, I, any, the Buccaneers' offense is confusing. I don't think they're going to play well in general this week. And if one of their players is to break out, I think it will be a receiver, even though we were talking before how you shouldn't start any of their receivers. They're playing prime time against the Rams. You have Jalen Ramsey. We don't know where he's going to be. Um, you have Aaron Donald on the D-line. That's enough to stop Ronald Jones. So, uh,
2: My bust of the week I love the guy he's been a workhorse for my team this year picked him up early, but James Robinson versus the Steelers i don't I don't love the matchup. He has been getting twenty plus carries in the past three games, which is absurd, but I don't think he'll do close to that this week
1: uh, quick news Dwight Howard is staying with the Lakers. just wanted to tell you guys
2: um. Other NBA news, real quick, if you don't mind. Dan- Danilo yeah. Gallinari is finalizing a three-year, sixty-one and a half million dollar contract with the Atlanta Hawks.
1: Which, yeah, that's surprising to me. I didn't. That's think interesting. Go uh, that means Gordon Hayward, I think, is out of the talks to go to the Hawks. That rhymed. Um, I think. Uh, I like him on the Knicks. Gordon Hayward. It is a
0: decent. It is a decent pickup, I would believe, for the Hawks. Uh, they need. They obviously <laughs> had their star guy with Trey Young um and they have formidable young pieces they recently just or they traded last uh deadline for clint capella
1: just drafted a Kung Wu.
0: just drafted a Kung Wu. um i believe they need to get certain veterans to help trade be able to guide because i think if this team is able to get the right chemistry or the right the right coach who can bring the right chemistry which i do believe uh Lloyd Pierce. Yes. Um, I believe sense, yeah. he, I believe he could, I have faith that he'll be able to do it, but um, the Hawks could be a very surprising team this year.
1: Yeah. But you said about the veterans is funny because woes just tweeted that uh, the Hawks are trying to surround Trey young and a young core with high level veterans to push closer to the playoffs. It's kind of funny how you brought that up right now.
0: I think, I think, I think Trey young's, He's arguably Steph Curry two I mean, um, Steph is on. Steph is unreal. It's hard to compare anyone to him. But yeah. Trey might come close to that. Or he's.
1: Oh wait 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 wait. Hold on. Sorry, Dwight Howard is not staying with the Lakers. He just signed with the 76ers. Ooh. News about ten minutes ago was saying he's staying with the Lakers. So that is very interesting.
0: Um. I mean. That's interesting. It's
2: I kind of like that pick
0: but But uh, I think Lakers are fine.
2: Yeah, I'm not worried about the Lakers. I'm
0: not worried about the Lakers. Like, it's a nice little addition. They needed a decent backup guy so then they could rest and beat for some time. And he's a better fit for the team than Al Horford was.
1: The Lakers, Knicks, and Pistons are in contention for DeMarcus Cousins, um, mm-hmm. as well as a few other teams. As a them. Knicks
2: fan, I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Neither do I, but after trading a touru, um, I'm not opposed to it. I think that was an awful trade because we lit- we literally lost value. Um, with the third pick in the third round, in the second round, that's where we drafted Aturu, and we traded back for a third round, a second round pick in 2023, which will most likely be worse than where our pick was this year.
0: Fair, um,
1: it's kind of disappointing.
0: All right, uh, I guess we're. Sort of getting the wage bombs now. Obviously, free agency. Big day for free
2: agency.
0: Yep. Free agency started two hours ago, but uh, let's get back to fantasy. Um, So I wanted to introduce this new segment um, for, guess uh, I like to call it buy sell, where we, um, where we buy or buy sell where. Um we talk about certain players and see whether they'll be able to get um over or under or are you buying that they'll be able to get over or under um wow. the projection uh their stats. Yeah. Uh so one of them I have is Tom Brady. Uh the player props are provided by my uh, uh my bookie. Uh My bookie is giving Tom Brady his over under 295.5. Do you, uh, passing yards? Uh, do you buy that he will go over it or will you, are you sell, are you selling on that? I'm gonna
1: sell. Yeah, I'm also gonna have to sell. I think that is going to be, I think the Rams are gonna win that game. I think it'll be, I don't think it'll be a close game. I think the Bucks will have their offense shut down unless something happens, a mismatch at receiver or something. I don't think Brady's gonna have over three hundred yards. And I don't I don't think that team's gonna score more than three touchdowns at most.
2: Yeah, speaking speaking of the Rams, I think they're one of the couple teams in the NFL that are a lot better than what their record says. Yes. I think I think they are a great team. I think they're maybe one or two pieces away from serious contention. Obviously mm-hmm. they were there a couple of years ago, but Last year was a bit of a disappointment for them. A little bit, a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover.
1: You yeah. Know what um, I'd actually I,
0: have to disagree. I'm going to go with the over. I'm going to buy it. I just believe... See, what the Rams are really good at, they generally have a solid unit, but it's led by two major guys. Um, Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. Um, I believe that... Uh just it being a prime time matchup, the Bucs know they haven't been the Bucks haven't been great against like the real contenders of the NFC. They got whooped by the Saints twice and lost to the Bears. But I believe uh Brady is uh Brady's gonna go on a roll for the end of the season. Uh and that offense just simply has too many weapons for him not to um be able to be able to distribute the ball effectively and at least crack three hundred. Okay. Uh, I one. believe this is I believe this is a get right game for uh the Bucks. Or just for like their overall season because they everyone going into the second Saints game the second game they had against the Saints, they were projecting them as the Super Bowl favorite out of the NFC. Um and then they they lost by five touchdowns, and I don't believe that Brady wants that to uh, deter him from the progress that they already made and that they are going to try to
2: make.
1: guess we'll Brady. see. It's a Monday night um, prime time game. So
2: right. be interesting. Reed, just quick news. Maybe not a good look for you as you go to Syracuse, obviously. At halftime, they are down 20 to nothing versus Louisville with only 37 yards of passing, so not great for them.
1: That's what the Bucks are going to be Monday night.
0: Maybe, maybe not, but Syracuse football is not good. It's really um, bad. All right, Taysom Hill, are you buying that he will have more than one touchdown or are you selling on him?
1: Buy, 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 buy. Hey, I'm probably going to have to buy. <clears> oh, I think almost every touchdown in that game will involve him in some way, passing, rushing. He's going to be running that offense. He's going to get it done. I agree. Easily buying that.
0: I'd have to agree with you guys, actually. I just think the Falcons are horrible defense to begin with. I I feel like they're going to be able to find ways to exploit that.
1: Most likely prepping for Jameis Winston this week, too. He was the starter up until recently because no one yeah, expected him Hill expected. To start.
0: So, yeah, the game plan might involve uh, more passing. I do believe that they're going to use him. Obviously, before this, he was utilized as, like, a running quarterback and stuff. Uh, uh, That's going to continue, Uh, of course. We don't really see Taysom as, like, a passer only on these uh, crazy quarterback um, or just quarterback sub plays uh, in past seasons. But uh, once again, as we said earlier in the podcast, uh, I think he's going to do well, and this is very exciting to see him. Yeah, uh, um, play.
1: another sleeper for deep leagues. If you need a flex start, start Latavius Murray. I think he's going to be there on the goal line, and if it's not going to taste him, it's going to Murray. He's going to be able to run the ball in. Yeah, you can okay. I can
2: definitely see a lot different. of read options in that yes. game. All, All right,
1: quick plays, reads, RPOs.
0: Derrick Henry. Oh, are you buying that he will have at least? Ninety yards, or are you selling?
1: Not only am I buying that he's going to have at least ninety yards, trade for him and give up whatever you can. He has the easiest fantasy schedule out of any running back by far. He's going to be dominant the rest of this year, and I you just buy, buy for him in your fantasy leagues. Get him for the playoffs because he's going to bring you to a championship.
2: I'm I'm actually going to have to sell.
1: I think the I have Ravens,
2: to agree with Jesse on this.
1: I think that I think the Ravens are going to learn from what happened
2: last playoffs and how he just ran all over them, I think they'll adapt to their play style. And I don't think Henry's going to have a big day. I think Cal- Calais Campbell's hurt, but I think that Ravens front seven will step up.
0: Yeah, even even if they do have Calais injured, they still have guys that can easily replace them. Yeah, uh, Ravens are just overall very solid defense. Jesse brought up a very valid point that I wasn't thinking about before, with it being sort of a revenge game for the Ravens.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I think they're did.
0: gonna. I think they're gonna try to do whatever it takes to stop uh, Henry.
1: The volume will be there for him, a hundred percent. But I don't up.
0: believe. I don't believe even with the volume, I don't believe he's gonna be that effective as a ball carrier. We'll see. Um. Antonio Brown over? Are you buying that he will go over uh, 60, or are you selling uh, um, him having a bad day? Or so thinking
1: he's... another Bucks offense question? I don't like anyone on the Bucks offense. Uh, I uh, normally I would sell. It's logical to sell. I think if there is a chance of anyone doing well in this game, it is him. He's technically the wide receiver three there. He's not going to have anyone good on him unless for some reason Ramsey is locking him up actually no, you know what I'm still gonna sell but it, potentially he can he can do that
2: uh, I'm gonna have to buy I, th- I think Brown I think they'll set him up in the slot a lot this game I think Evans and Godwin will be outside uh, I think he's gonna have a pretty solid day I don't know about a touchdown but I think he'll definitely have a solid day
0: I think this is it's um... a hard one this is a hard one, but actually, I think this is Antonio Game's blow up game. I I, I think he find he's getting a lot of targets from Brady. I'm pretty sure. Uh, how many targets does he have? Like eight or ten?
1: Oh, screw it. I'm switching to buy. I was struggling on the pick, but I'm gonna switch it.
0: I think. I think this is. I'm fully confident, even though we don't know until Monday that Jalen Ramsey will be locking up uh Mike Evans. I do believe Antonio Brown is gonna benefit the most from it.
2: Yeah, he he had eight targets last week. Seventy yards.
1: yards Seventy yards. Oh so yeah, definitely a possibility. Um all right, next pick.
0: Dalvin Cook buying or selling two or more touchdowns.
1: <sighs> I hope to God that this doesn't happen because I'm playing against him this week. Um even though I don't want it to happen, I'm still going to sell. He's been unreal, and I don't think that a player can keep something like this up for so many weeks in a row. Um, I just don't see two touchdowns happening.
2: I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just reading this now. I did not realize that Dalvin had 30 carries last week.
1: Yeah. He didn't do much with it, but... Uh, he didn't,
2: but there's
1: defense carries. is very solid, so it makes
2: sense. But and those- I...
1: Those kind of numbers aren't normal for him. It was just th- them trying to feed him and hoping something happens. He
2: also had 30 carries against the Packers, so he's had 27 earlier this year. It's crazy what he's doing. Yeah, I read a stat a couple days ago. He, like, I think last week, up to last week before the game, he was he had better stats than what Adrian Peterson had in his. Yeah, I MVP did
1: see that. Campaign. That's why he's like an MVP candidate.
2: Yeah. So I, I just don't see a running back winning it this year. Neither do I. So
0: you're selling on two rushing touchdowns, Jesse?
2: Mm, yeah, I'm probably gonna sell. I'm I think that's on, very hard to accomplish.
1: Yeah, I'm selling on two uh, touchdowns. but Definitely. Each seem
2: getting one, game. and Madison getting one. I could definitely see. I, that.
0: I I'd have to agree with you. I think this is just a roster. Just simply looking at game script, they might want to phase out uh, Cook because. Uh, the Cowboys just simply aren't that great of a football team. They're going to get out. To. I'm going to project that they're going to get out to a pretty decent lead. Um, and Madison will be taking more of the carries. I also just think, um, yeah, I think because of that, uh, Madison's going to get some work involved. Uh, Vikings can attack you just as well or not as well as their running game, but. They have a very underrated passing game with Justin Jefferson and Thielen.
2: But it definitely is important to note, um, the Vikings are competing for a playoff spot now with their late resurgence after their abysmal start. But
1: Is Irv Smith back this week? I don't know, to be honest. And, what was he at and my
0: la- um, yeah.
1: yeah, uh, My
0: with? last fire sit, uh, do you believe that okay. Gio Bernard has more than uh, four catches or less?
1: Um, I'm going to go with more. Is Mixon ruled out? Mixon is ruled out. Yes, he is. Um, yeah, I'm going to buy. He's going to have more. Yeah, buy.
0: Uh, I'm kind of biased. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say more. There's not much uh, to speak about
1: there. It's just normal for him to check. He's like
0: the
2: top
1: receiving
0: back. He's yeah. just simply very. Uh, Mixon's. Also, another thing to point out, even though the football team's been very inconsistent as a defense, the one thing they are really good at is their pass rush, so mm-hmm. wouldn't surprise me on like some of the plays. Joe uh, Burrow looks at him as a dump off, mm-hmm. because they simply uh, the football team brings the pressure and then he looks at him uh, as a check checkdown. Um, so yeah, I, I could see him. I could see him getting at least uh, four catches. I agree. I agree. All right. Um, let's go to the betting part. Uh of the podcast. I'm still going to have uh, Jane and Jesse on. Um, they certainly know about Ben Uh, So, my five, uh, I have my Lupkins locks of week 11. And these are the picks that I like for this week. It's a really funky week. Considering there are some uh, favor or it's a really funky week. Some of the lines on the site I use haven't been posted. Um, some of the lines have been adjusted dramatically, just based off of who's been, who's playing, who's not. Um, so I'm gonna start Dolphins minus three and a half versus Broncos.
1: I said, this, easily, um, I said yeah, this easily. I tough. said this.
0: I said this earlier. I said this earlier in the week. This might be my luck lock of the season. The Dolphins are rolling. The Broncos might not have Drew Locke. This is just simply a roster mismatch, a coaching mismatch, and a QB mismatch. I think the Dolphins are gonna roll on
1: them. Free money. Yeah. Free
0: money. Um my next one Bengals plus 1 versus the football team. Um, um
2: I'm taking um, Yeah, I'm taking the plus
0: 1. I'm taking uh the Bengals plus 1 um I just think with Burrow Burrow's been on a roll. Um or like he didn't have a good game against the Steelers, but he is he has been able to take care of that or he does play well given the ma- given a good matchup.
1: Um, um sorry, yeah, definitely.
2: It definitely team. is surprising to me how the football team is so favored in some games.
1: I didn't mention this before, but my start of the week for any player besides Taysom Hill is Terry McLaurin. And even though I think he's gonna have an amazing week, I still think the Bengals are gonna win that game. So I'm gonna take the, uh, the plus one.
0: Um, yeah, it, it's just like I think. The Bengals are one of those like losing teams, sort of similar to the Dolphins and even maybe the Giants this year, where like they don't have, obviously they're not five hundred or above, but like they're competitive in most games. The only games they haven't been are their divisional opponents, but that's sort of expected uh, because they play in a division with uh, the Ravens and the Steelers, two very ferocious defenses. Um but uh I even though the football team might be sneaky at times, uh I just I I like the I like the Bengals being able to pull out a win. I agree. Uh my next one, Chiefs minus six and a half versus Raiders. I I'm saw taking that. Game Um Chiefs minus Andy six
1: and Reed, a half.
0: Uh, uh, Andy Reid is eighteen and three coming off of the bye week. Wow. That is a very good record to say. Yes. To me.
1: Do you have the stat of recent times, since Mahomes has been named the starter? Have they lost the game off the bye?
0: Um, I'm uncertain, but uh, Andy Reid or just the track record with Andy Reid in general is very strong. After a yes. bye week, they need they need to win this game. I mean, they're still leading the AFC West by a decent margin in the standings, but the reality is is they can't let the Raiders sweep that season series.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, uh, this this definitely could backfire on me, but I'm going to have to disagree. I'm going to take Raiders plus six and a half. Really? Sur- surprisingly, yes. I think the Raiders are really underrated. They're a six and three team.
1: You, you think they be- win the game or they just cover the spread?
2: I think they cover. I I, I don't think
1: Ooh.
0: they win. you taking the money
2: line.
1: Think. Daniel Carlson kicked the field goal to cover.
0: Um, why not? I just think, I mean, even though we have contrasting opinions, uh, I don't know. I just believe this is like the time of the year where the Chiefs go on their stretch run, like they did last year, even though we only have a sample size of two seasons, sort of. And even last, the year before, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs had like a decently strong ending. Um, But this is where the Chiefs start to look like – I mean, even though the entire season they're currently 8-1 and right now, they've been playing really well. I think this is the week – or this is just another week where they prove they can take it to the next level.
1: Mm -hmm. Big game for them. Uh, Travis Kelsey especially.
2: Oh, no, I could definitely see the Chiefs covering. I just – if I wanted to, like – have a hot take, then I would take the Raiders. Yeah. I think
1: it's either going to be a blowout or the Raiders are going to cover, but I think it's going to be a blowout.
0: Yeah, the thing have... is, I could see it being a lot closer I don't think a blowout is possible because the Raiders are actually like very like they've been able to compete in like in most of their games.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I, I love that... John Gruden as a coach. I think he's. They had they had the bye week, which is huge. It's against. The Raiders—they're one loss this season. I think they're going to come prepared. I think the final score is going to be like thirty-five to fourteen. It's going to be a a big margin. I think Andy Reid. Who have
0: the the Raiders lost to? Just give me a second.
1: um, Um, Yeah, go find that.
0: The Raiders.
1: Uh, If you have Love Bell on your fantasy team, uh, drop him. Pick someone else up. He's not someone you want to be playing. If, you, if have a, you
0: have, if uh, although if you have C E H, do you pick him up as an insurance policy? Le'veon. Pick him up as a handcuff.
1: No, you got rid of Le'veon. Really? You of
0: Le'Vion? Even if you have C E H.
1: If you get good value for C E H, you trade him. I don't really want any of their running backs, especially since Darryl Williams or it's Daryl, right?
0: I think C E H still uh, has value. I don't know what you're talking about. He still oh. has value,
1: but if you can trade him, I would trade him. Just got someone safer. I mean, no, I don't
0: like uh, back all here. right. So looking yeah. at what the Raiders did, um, they lost to the Patriots earlier in the season by sixteen. Uh, obviously these are two, or the way these two teams look are very different from before. Uh, then the Raiders lost to the Bills by a touchdown, and they lost to the Bucks by twenty-five. Um, I do get Jayden's point, but I believe because it's a divisional opponent, just simply the fact that they've been an effective offense or just able to put up points. Um, I think it'll be a close one, but Chiefs are going to cover or just beat them by at least a touchdown. Um, My next one, it's an over-under. I'm taking the over on the Saints-Falcons game, 52.
1: Easily taking the over. Yeah. We don't have to go into that. Both high-scoring offenses, not great. Defense. The
0: Bucks are horrible. Uh, the uh, the Falcons are horrible at defense.
1: Yes. Horrible.
0: But not even that. I mean the the Falcons are just a very high-scoring offense. They'll be able to figure it out. The Saints have been playing really well on the defensive side of the ball, but I believe they're going to be able to find a way to put points on the board. But just simply because the Falcons. Defense is so bad. No matter what Taysom Hill, I mean, we love we all love Taysom Hill, but he's gonna be. They're gonna. This Sean Payton's gonna figure out a way to get his team into the end zone a few times. And I also don't think fifty two is that high of a number.
1: No, not for that game.
0: Like you could see, you could see like I could see a garbage time cover, or I could just see a back and forth game.
1: It'll be it'll be a good one for fantasy owners.
2: Um, I think it'll be I think it'll be a good game in general. I mean, it, I think those, those games tend good. to keep these games close against the Saints.
1: Always, Saints Falcons is one of my favorite games every year, especially when I have someone in fantasy. Especially
2: when Young Waku recovers three onside kicks. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> young
0: Koo, quite the kicker. Yes, love that guy. Cool. Um, and then my last one, my last up <laughs> in lots, Patriots minus two versus Texans. Uh the I Texans like just. Yeah. This pick is more about the Texans just being bad at football.
1: Big, Will fuller Um, game, but they're not going to win.
0: But um, the Patriots, Mr. William Belichick, and that team has some urgency. They just came off of a really good win against Baltimore, even though that game was in a monsoon, which I think had a lot to do with the outcome of the game. Uh. The, Patriot, uh, the Patriots uh, – what are they on? A two-game, three-game winning streak? Uh, I believe I'm not sure that – um, It's just like – I know the Patriots are going to find a way to win this game, but also not only that, the line is just two nights not to take.
1: Yeah. Um, They're on a two-game win streak. All
0: right, and – Another bet that I have. Um,
1: Christian Wood for... to the Rockets. What? Christian Wood to the Rockets, three years.
2: That's a big move.
1: That is big.
2: That's weird. Are they rebuilding or not? Like...
1: Yeah, I think they're trying to. That's a big move, though. Sorry yeah. to interrupt.
2: Um,
0: That is a good move, considering if they want to continue using the small ball lineup, because Christian Wood didn't line up as a center.
1: Stretch four, um, stretch five, maybe he's a shooter,
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, and uh, with my last bets, um, I have a, I'm doing another, or I'm gonna say another teaser. This one's a three point uh, three team, and I'm taking 10 points. Uh, Falcons plus 13 and a half versus the Saints. Um, I do believe that, uh, this, uh, even, I, I believe that the Falcons are going to lose by more than two touchdowns or they wouldn't lose. They're going to lose by less than two touchdowns. I agree. Uh, Steelers minus a half a point versus the Jags and Rams plus 14 versus bucks. I like it. Um, I just, I, I like all of those picks. Um, So, yeah. Do you guys have any um, lines that you like from this week that I haven't talked about yet?
1: Um, you talked about most of them. Dolphins line is my favorite. Obviously, you said it might be your uh, lock of the year. That uh, that one's just free money. You take that in a heartbeat.
0: Um, I kind of like uh, – well – a game I didn't mention even though it's the or just mentioned in the teaser, but the actual line for um Rams Bucks is Bucks minus four. Um if I had to pick someone for that game, um I would pick uh Rams plus four. As you guys said, they're a very sneaky team. Yeah, i agree. Um Okay. All right. Uh, wrapping it um, up. All right. So, I'm pretty much uh done here with uh Jaden and Jesse. Um, you can find them on Instagram
1: at jaden. Uh,
0: at Jane Marguerite, at Jesse At, Jesse. Con, com. at Jesse. Um, obviously, if you're listening follow um follow at lupkins underscore locks um
1: i hope that yeah. is from hopefully
0: time if on. you made it hopefully you've made it this far into the podcast i appreciate it thank you um thank you of course to jaden and jesse for joining me
1: thanks for having me um,
0: it's my pleasure reed what it, my pleasure <laughs> of course um and that'll be it for lupkin lupkins locks uh There's actually, I forgot to mention this. I'm having a Thanksgiving special on Wednesday.
1: With the crew.
0: With the For the Win podcast. So if you guys want Thanksgiving picks uh, for the Big Turkey Day, uh, tune in then. Um, As always, this is Reed Lopkin. Peace. Take care.